The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Many, many years ago, probably right after World War II, there was a Jewish cemetery in Eastern Europe where the township, the municipality, decided to build a highway and the highway would go right through the spot where the Jewish cemetery was. And sadly, the Jews tried. It was after World War II. They didn't have much leverage. But they decided at least the last thing they could do is reinter the dead people. They'll dig up the kvarim, they'll dig up the graves, and they'll rebury them in the new area that the city had given for them to use as a, a future burial ground. And the strangest thing happened. They dug up one particular fellow. He'd been, it seems like he'd been in the grave for quite a few years already. And they realized that he was buried in a frock, a priest's frock. And the frock was still intact. And they were shocked. Somebody buried in the old ancient Jewish cemetery and buried in a priest's frock and it hadn't deteriorated? What is this and what's going on? The fellow's name was Reb Naftali. And they did some research and they found the most amazing and incredible story. Reb Naftali was the most devoted Gabbai tzedakah. He collected money for tzedakah, for charity, for every single need in the community. And one day, a particularly grueling day, in the morning a fellow came in to him and he cried his heart out that he needs money for medical expenses and he has no money. So Reb Naftali went around to the Jews of the local shtetl, the local town, and he begged and he pleaded, please give, there's a yid here, and people gave generously. And then later that day, someone else came and said that they needed money for Achlasa's kala, they were marrying off a daughter, and if they didn't come up with the money that day, it would be a drastic, the other side was going to call off the shidduch. And here too, <clears throat> Naftali went from house to house, asking, begging, and pleading. And people were getting a little bit annoyed, the same you're coming, the same person coming around twice in one day. But people gave, they knew Reb Naftali was a good-hearted fellow. Later that evening, there was an urgent knocking at his door. And standing at the door was a man and his wife and ten children. The roof had collapsed and they were homeless. And they needed money just to be able to find a place to stay and eventually to repair the roof. And they were destitute. Please, they said, could you collect money? And Reb Naftali said, I just went around town twice today. No one's going to look at me. But I'll try. Naftali had a Yiddish heart. He had a Jewish heart. He was a Rachman. He was a Goymel Chesed. What could you do? And he went around town and no one gave him any money. Everyone said, you were here twice. We're not wealthy people. It's crazy. You're beating a dead horse. Come around a different time. And Raftali could not raise the money that was necessary. In desperation, he went into the local pub, the local tavern, where people were drinking. Maybe there'll be somebody there that would be willing to give some money, somebody we hadn't yet solicited from. And he walks into the pub and sitting in the pub is the son of one of the town's wealthiest people. And he's drinking with his no-good cronies. And they look at him, Naftali, what are you doing in the pub? You don't usually come here. Naftali said, I'll tell you, I need money for a family that's never homeless to put a roof over their head. Please, maybe you'll give some money. Look, you're throwing a big party here. Maybe you have some money. And the young man decided that he's going to have some fun at the expense of Reb Naftali. And he says, you know what, how much money do you need? He said, I need 20 zlotas. He says, 20 zlotas, that's a fortune of money. You think you're going to get it here? He goes, I'll try. That's why I'm here. He says, you know what? I'll make you a deal. You want the 20 zlatas? No problem. I'll give you the 20 zlatas. Really? You? How? He says, there's one caveat. There's one little tiny hitch here. Well, what's the hitch? I'll do it. He says, you need to walk around town wearing a priest's frock. The cassock, the thing that the priests wear. Walk through the whole town. And we'll be behind you making noise. Everyone's going to come and see Oh my gosh, that'll be such great entertainment. But if you do it, we will give you the complete amount. Right, boys? We'll all chip in. Yeah, 100%. 20 zlatas. With no other choice, and with a heart brimming with rahmanas and compassion for the poor Jewish family, they got him 
a priest's frock. And the devout and trusted Reb Naftali walked through the town, slowly wearing the priest's frock. And these fellows were behind him, screaming up a ruckus, and everyone came and looked, Reb Naftali wearing a priest thing. And they got the guys into it, and people threw eggs at him, and it was, it was such a humiliation. It was such a disgrace. But they kept their word, and they gave him the 20s latas, and he gave it to the family, and he took care of them that night. And more than that, he gave them money to put a roof back over their head. And he was able to assist them. But when he came home, he was so humiliated. He was so embarrassed. He was so shamed. He took the cask, which had egg stains on it, and he threw it into the back of one of his closets, hopefully never to see it again. And he went to sleep that night, a broken man. About a year passed, and the great Hasidic master, the Divrei Chaim, Reb Chaim Sanzer, came to visit that town. And as he's driving through the town, he turns to his Gaba and he says, Stop! What, what, Rebbe? He says, I smell the reach of Gan Eden. I smell the scent of the Garden of Eden, of the world, eternal world. Where is it coming from? I've never smelled anything this amazing. Rebbe, Rebbe, I don't know. Come, let me follow the scent. And he follows the scent. And it brings him to the house of Rav Naftali. And he knocks on the door. And Rav Naftali is shocked when Rav Chaim Sanzer, the greatest Hasidic master, perhaps in his entire generation, is standing there. Yes, Rebbe, what can I help you? He goes, can I just come into your house for a minute? Rebbe, what do you need? And Rav Chaim walks into the room. And he walks into the closet. And he bends into the closet. And he is enveloped by the smell of Gan Eden, by the smell of the eternal world, of the world of Nitzri. And he picks up the, free, the priest's frock. And he looks at Rav Naftali, ponderingly. What? This smells like Ganadin? There must be a story here. Priest's frocks smell like Ganem, not Ganadin. And Rav Tali says, that's nothing. No, tell me, I must understand. And he shared the story with Reb Chaim Sanzer, how he raised the money, even though he had tremendous humiliation. And Reb Chaim was so blown away. Reb Chaim said to him, please, I want to give you a piece of advice. After you pass away, tell the Chevra Kadisha they should bury you in the priest's frock, in the cassock. Wear it. In the grave, not tachrichim, not regular burial shrouds. What, Rebbe? How could that be? He says, I'm telling you, if you wear this, none of the malachi chavala, none of the evil um, angels, no one will be able to touch you. It'll be a one-way ticket, first-class ticket to Gan Eden. And he left in his tzava, in his last will and testament, to his children and his descendants, that when he's buried, the Heber Kadisha, the burial society, should put him in the priest's frock. And this was the frock that they dug up. This was the fellow, and he was still intact. And the frock was still intact incredible story enjoyed this story come again bring a friend stories to inspire.org <laughs>